Top shelf. Vladam I think we should get it into our into our next segment here and I have a little dingle here. Top Shelf Newsroom presents oh, let's go. The let's Back go. Pages with The Back Four. <laughs> let's go. Wow. Wow. That was, uh, the Back Pages with The Back Four. Perfect. Yes, my people. Wait, I can what? get real low. I got those neck nuts. I, neck I was going to say, can, can, you like, can you talk like that for the rest of the day? I, just... <laughs> I cannot. I cannot. Break <laughs> news out in a world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> but yeah, Harry Kane doesn't know if he wants to stay at Tottenham or go to Manchester United. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, is that your article? Um, I mean, who, who's, who wants to? Who's really excited about that article? Oh no, who I'm wants- actually excited about this one. Please go ahead, my friend. I really want to hear about. Oh this, yeah, uh, no, Harry yeah, Kane let's, yeah, we can start here because we were just talking about transfers too. So please do back pages. Yeah, here we go. And as far as uh, I think maybe you guys can jump in if you know of another one. But as far as big names that are being talked about during this time. I think, you know, he might be the largest uh, uh, name that's being mentioned, you know, because reports came out that he, uh, you know, he kind of he took some subtle passive aggressive shots at Tottenham sort of saying like, yeah, I want to win something. And I've been here for, you know, how long now and we haven't won something. And if if it means that I have to go somewhere else to win something, I'm willing to do that is basically, you know, I'm paraphrasing, of course, but and then it's been reported that Daniel Levy uh, is willing to sell him for about. 200 million uh, pounds. <laughs> Never going to happen. And uh, Manchester United is 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 sniffing pretty hard. So I guess, you know, I, I'd be curious to hear your guys' uh, thoughts on what do you think, first of all, of this potential move of Kane to United and then secondarily, if not United, where? Hmm. Perfect hmm. fit. Hmm. Perfect Nate, fit. Why, don't you, why don't you start off because this is your team. Uh, perfect fit. For United. I, I think I think it's going to happen for both teams, to yeah. be honest, because the dude for the last like year and a half has been pure doo doo. Remember my the whole segment? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, you know, uh-huh. I, I'm not talking about what he did before that, where I was trying to tell everyone, oh, my God, this young player, he's going he's better than Aguero. He's the best striker in the world. He had great moments, but a combination of ankles and I don't know what, man. It, I don't see it coming back to life at, at Tottenham. I think it's one of those. I think it's one of those. I think he's going to follow the Berbatov route. Berbatov. I think he's going to go to Man U. Okay. And I actually think he's going to switch back on at Man U. I think the coronavirus time is good for him to have more time for his ankles. And I feel like Man U, they're all proud. Like, ha, everyone is in trouble from Corona, not us. We got these huge sponsorship deals still. I could see them paying over $100 million for him. They will. And but not close to this $200 million that this man is. Nah, is they're, they're not going to pay that. Come on. No, no. Don't, but the th- okay, but the thing is, do you not agree? And I, I and the thing is, I, I, would anybody honestly be surprised if Manu did pay $200 million, though? When no. has Daniel Levy ever given up on a transfer number? When has this man ever said, no? Uh, I'm no problem. I, I have yeah. no problem giving him to you for 120, even though I quoted yeah, 100. Yeah, yeah, I've on. never heard Daniel Levy say that in my entire life. When the man says a number, 
If you don't come to that number, you have a problem. Yo, imagine the Sunderland owner, deadline day, talking to Daniel Levy. No, <laughs> Greg, he might have gone up to 10 million. Yo. <laughs> Listen, we talk about Daniel Levy a lot, but the man is an absolute brilliant. Yeah, you're a big Levy guy. Brilliant. Man, when it comes so, to transfers. So, Nate, if not United, I hear you saying that you like him at, at Harry Kane fitting at United, but if he doesn't go there, where if you were Harry Kane, where would you go? I feel like Jesus is good enough to be the number one at Man City. So I'm not sold on the Man City. Like, like but he wants to play out wide, guys. though. Oh, but he wants to play who, out wide. Who, Jesus? Jesus, yeah. He's already oh, really? toward the end of the season, or and sorry, quote unquote, end of the season. He's been playing uh, with Aguero, and he's been playing out. out was it left or right, Leo? Left. They started experimenting to see if because Sane is leaving, they're trying to see if. Well, number one, Sane is leaving. That's probably going to happen. They need a new striker with Sergio Aguero getting getting old, and they wanted to see if Jesus could play on the left side and possibly, and he can. And he and can. Po- yeah, and and possibly get first. Lotoro Martinez in uh, yeah. from Inter Milan with that ninety seven point five. Uh, release clause it's a better position for jesus to be out wide for sure it's naturally a better i, I, I could see it and man city have they don't mind having two good players that can play in a similar position like, they need it they do, yeah and the other one i actually could see a barca Ooh, i could see i couldn't see it really mm. all right yeah. so Leo, your turn then your turn then do you do you think it would work at united and if not united where I think this would be a brilliant move for Harry Kane. I think Manchester United. Listen, I have have talked so (laughs) much shit about Man United and their manager, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. But you know what? I'm going to have to shut my mouth because with getting Bruno Fernandes in, the team looks re-energized. They look like they were getting it together before this entire thing hit. They are basically one or two stars away from being another dominant team in England again. I am telling you, those guys were on the up and up. Having somebody like Harry Kane would just be beautiful. I I mean, they would be back to, I don't think they would be back to the echelons of where they were at, but they would definitely finally be competing somewhere with the rest of the boys in the, uh, you know, higher level group. Mm. Okay, so then where... I feel like you're going to say City. I feel like you're going to say City is where he should go. Uh, see, I, to be honest, I've always wanted height at City. I've always felt like we lacked height because when balls are getting crossed in, there's nobody they can head the ball. I mean, you've got a, a, a tiny little Sergio Aguero hit, getting balls out of nowhere, and I'm just like, that's impossible. Who was not marking at this man? How did Sergio Aguero actually get it on his head to score a goal? That's ridiculous. But... Uh, you know, he's the man. What can I say? But I really do want height on that team. I would love to have a little bit of a tallish striker, and Harry Kane would be perfect for that. But I'm not sure if I want Harry Kane considering the way Nate's been talking about him. So <laughs> I'd rather stay away from Harry Kane at this point in time. Let it go to Manchester United. Let us do his thing. Uh, we'll find another striker. We're good. We're good. We're good. Fair enough. All right, Kay? Yeah, I guess Manchester United sounds like, you know, the best move for him. Uh, as a Liverpool fan, I, I definitely don't want to see that. I think anywhere else. <laughs> I'm very intrigued with the, the move abroad. You're seeing a lot more English people, English people, English players do that. And I think it's really working out well for the players that have gone abroad. Smalling, Young. Uh, you know, you're talking about any... Sancho. Ita- yeah, San- Sancho. Yo, you could talk about um, pretty much a guy like Harry Kane can have his picking 
at any other team in Europe. You know, yeah. it's only when it comes to like England, it's like, ooh, will he go here? Will he go there? It's like, yeah, I'm gonna go to Bayern Munich. Fuck you guys. You know, it's like, <laughs> you know, like I'm gonna go win a fucking Champions League. That might somewhere. be the one team that he couldn't go to, just because Lewandowski is a. I just, I, yeah, well, I just use an example, but like honestly, he could go anywhere. If if not there, then definitely yeah. Dortmund or or Milan or fucking PSG. I mean, just name it, dude. Just yeah, any sure. anywhere. And if you and if Sancho went to Manchester United, man, that would be the biggest slap in the face. I think that's Pep, one of Pep's biggest errors while he was there, dude. Letting Sancho yeah. go at Ooh, all. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so I, yeah. I think I think that him came to United would be really nice for United right now. Um, you know, when Rashford gets back from his injury, having him out wide on one side, Bruno Fernandez playing that link, uh, link up player uh, between you know the midfield and uh, you know between like Fred and Matt, uh, Matt Matic. Matic, Matic. Matic. Yes. Yeah. So I, it makes sense, but I'm going to reiterate. I think what United should do is that they need to they need to wait because I, I, I a few episodes ago I talked about United and I think they really made a pivot when they finally brought in uh, Fernandez yep, because they were yep. massively lacking in them. Their United's midfield, especially without Pogba, was just there was not a player that anybody in the Premier League feared at all. Yeah, but strike while the iron is hot, though, yeah. right? Yeah. So, but I think they need to wait for Holland, Erlen, or, or, oh, Erlen. Oh, so that's going to be a couple years. Though. I think, yeah, no, and that's fine. That's I would wait two years right now. Holland is nineteen years old. I would wait two years for Erling Holland and have him for eight to ten years for the longevity that that's because Fernandez, he's twenty five. Is not he's not super young, um, but that's still solid. You get him in two years, he's twenty seven. Like that's entering his prime, basically. So I think that there's a lot of good things that they should do. But if I was Harry Kane, I would right now, I would without even thinking twice, I would go to Real Madrid. is so interesting how things change so quickly in football like a couple months ago man you is Ole Gunnar Skoskar yeah. gonna get fired and even Mourinho had more points at this point in the season like this guy's terrible Bruno Fernandez comes in and we're talking about there are a couple pieces away from being title contenders and one of the other guys that I lo- have loved lambasting even more than Kane is Paul Pogba <laughs> I, I hate uh, the guy, yeah. but, 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 <laughs> whoa, 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 wrong jingle, wrong Sorry. jingle, because I foresee Pogba coming back yep. and with Bruno Fernandez, yeah. his yeah. movement, yep. you know, he's not a typical attacking man who just gets the ball and tries to dribble forward or shoot. He, yeah. he, he brings the guys behind him into play and he'll drift out wide and Pogba, I feel like he will make Pogba look insane yeah again. If, if if Pogba wants to play there that's the jingle you want yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, well, no, but, the, but the question is is Pogba going to stay that's the biggest question of the summer is this man moving to Real right. Madrid or not I think is he's he- gonna stay and I think he's gonna be produce the best football of his career that's yeah if if he wants to stay Nate that that is not outside the realm of possibilities I, I agree with you, man. If he wants to stay and he's motivated, you know, it's up to him. He can go play somewhere else. He could, he could, 
maintain the, his feelings towards United. But I believe he really likes Fernandez, and you could see the passion that Fernandez plays with. Nobody on United played that way. No, but nobody, nobody. The big problem with United, no matter even if these players want to play that way, is their back line is is just who are their center backs? And don't tell me Harry Maguire is a, is a <laughs> is a is a good enough option because he's going to be every I time do. that he's not. And that's it's so clear. You saw what happened with Liverpool, and I hate you know. I, obviously, I'm a little biased, but as soon as we shored up our back line. I mean, what else is there to say? Yeah. I think we're going to leave it there. I think we got to leave it there because I, I want to hear the next um, choice of article. Leo, okay, do you have an article for us? Okay, let's talk about – one thing I really want to talk about is the furloughing of staff and the amazing U-turns that several clubs have mm. taken. Um, there you go. You know, Watch out, Nate. Shots <laughs> 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 fired. Uh-huh. Mm. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, Man City was probably one of the first uh, teams that came out and was like, yeah, we're not doing that. We're not greedy. Because uh, you're millionaires. Bajillionaires, thank you. But I just find it amazing that a lot of some of these Premier League clubs are basically like we're this close to furloughing their staff. Liverpool, Tottenham, and I just you know I don't understand why they would even consider doing something like that. I know it's about money, but these guys have money. Don't tell me they don't. Okay, like you've got the owner who's who's got billions of dollars and he can't pay. Uh, salaries for a year. Give me a break, dude. Give me a break. That's a joke. These people survive because of this club and you're furloughing staff. What is wrong with these clubs, man? Please tell me what's going on with that because I just don't understand it. Don't get me wrong. I think there are certain clubs that have literally no option whatsoever or they're going to go bankrupt. But when you're in the Premier League, don't tell me you don't have money. Don't tell me you can't pay your staff for a year. That's if a you're joke. Burnley, you can. I don't know. Uh, no, d- dude, if you, Burnley can. I, I mean, come on, man. You're in the Premier League. You're getting plenty of money. You, you can pay your staff for a year. Get it out of your pockets if you need to, if you're an owner, all right? It's for one year. These people support your club and your stadium in their time of need. It's time for you to support them. Nate, you got thoughts on this? Yeah, I mean, I, I do. The I think that, like, if you look at it, the bigger the business, the bigger the expenses are. So if you go to zero revenue, you better kind of hope that you're the, a small business. Because if, you, if you're at a billion and you have 900 million in expenses and you're, every, and you're at zero, that's 900 million that, it, that happens. So I do think that there are financial realities. What is different about these football clubs is that there's a billionaire behind it and you know it's a billionaire. Yeah. Like, yeah. To me, that's <laughs> the difference. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's a great point, Nate. That's a really great point because all, all of the things to consider as far as running a business is concerned kind of, that you touched on is like, I was super bummed out when, when I heard that Liverpool was thinking about going that route. And, you know, they basically came out again afterwards, they reversed their decision and they came out and basically said like, Hey, we made a decision at the time that we thought was good for like our business basically. But clearly, this was the wrong decision, you know. And they just what furloughing is, guys. We yeah. have to, we, we we can't get away from that point. That furloughing is made so the business can survive. But believe me, Liverpool don't need to do that. But that's what it is. Yeah, because the problem is right now with the reality of the situation of the world is that every person is also suffering because their livelihoods are, you know, not everybody, but the majority of people, their livelihood is threatened to a large degree. So that's why something like this is upsetting. It's not like the club isn't doing well 
and it's the club's fault and the club should be punished, right? That's another kind of discussion. When, but when we're talking about the idea of literally everyone, the, the money in the economy has stopped flowing to a very large degree. And that hurts everybody. All the workers, all the employers, you know, all of the regulators, all of the, everybody. So, uh, you know, it's really, this is kind of a tough situation that I don't think anybody, there's not a right decision that could be made for anybody. But the end point is we are talking about businesses specifically contextually that are backed by billionaires, yeah, you know, multi-billionaires. And that's and that, what that's, makes it different. That's it. And that, uh, yeah, that's that's basically the end point there. You, you, know, you got to pay your workers, man. You got to pay the people that are that are there to allow the operation to happen. Without yeah. those people, period, none of this happens. None of this is possible. It's all built on the back of the laborers, man. It truly is. Because, shoot, nobody's going to show up there if they're, you know, if bathrooms don't work. to give a shout out to the author mr artur uh peto oh, i can't even say his last Yo, name quite a shout out he's an espn writer but the name of his article was how belarus is fighting the coronavirus I've seen Vod- <laughs> vodka first football second yep they don't give a fuck Vodka first, football second. I watched a video of a recent um, match taking place in Belarus because the Belarusian Premier League is still going, as as many of you might know. And they are having uh, people come to their games and everything. And I watched the video and a lot of the people had masks on, but, you know, they were hugging and high-fiving and I was so fucking jealous, man. I just want to watch football so badly. And I'm like, I know, I know we're in a pandemic, but when I saw those guys, like the, the, the joy in their face, in the, sorry, not in their faces, their eyes, because a lot of them were wearing masks, the joy in their eyes when the, the goals were scored and they're, they're hugging their, their friends. And I'm like, oh, man. And we're talking about a country that's ranked 87th between Haiti and Zambia. Okay, in the, in, in the FIFA World Ranking, and uh, I'm, never, I'm sorry, guys. I'm laughing because we're, we're two of these people on this uh, podcast are Haitian, so that's just <laughs> unbelievable. All right, unbelievable. and they've never qualified for any major tournaments. However, um, they are the only country in the European continent that continues to play football during the coronavirus. Why do you ask? Because of their fucking batshit crazy president, yeah. Alexandra Lukashenko, one of the most famous people in Europe right now. Okay, so I'm watching a video and the guy is playing hockey, you know, in, in, in a public hockey rink. Um, you know, just, you know, regular recreational hockey and he's getting interviewed. I do not see any coronavirus here. Do you see coronavirus? Do you see the virus? We are a we are strong people. You know, like he's just going off and just he doesn't give a fuck about this virus, man. Uh, he's referred to as the last dictator in Europe. Okay, <laughs> and um, and I'll, and and for your background, he they're not the only league in 
that's going on right now. You got Nicaragua. Uh, mm-hmm. Sorry, I, I'm gonna fucking butcher these pronunciations. Turkmenistan, mm-hmm. Bur- Burundi, and Myanmar. Myanmar. <laughs> Myanmar. Okay, which basically all most of them have <laughs> all have dictators. Exactly. And uh, this is definitely the most famous league of all of them because we're talking about former Champions League. And, uh, you know, you know, so basically, I do not see the virus here. You know, that that's basically what he's saying. And um, he and also Japan. says, and he also says, and I'm gonna let you guys take over after this. He also says, this is the funny part. Um, one should have 40 to 50 grams of vodka daily, and go to the banya. Which is a Russian sauna, two to three to two to three times a week, and keep working on a farm as quote tough work and a tractor can cure anything. Uh, I love this guy. Um, wow. I just want to put it out there. <laughs> this guy wow. is like a I fucking love- cartoon character, oh and God. God bless Belarusian football. Dude, I, love, I love that he added the tractor at the end. Like, like that's like that's. We all just need to be riding tractors, baby, and then we'd be all right. <laughs> and apparently, Belarus, uh, who don't have um, you know coronavirus deaths, um, they do now. But with, okay. wait, 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 wait. With their two thousand and nine hundred nineteen confirmed, uh, two hundred and three recovered, and twenty nine deaths, continue to play soccer while the rest of the world is on a basic quarantine lockdown. Belarus, wow. 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 But Leo, Leo, I know you're as disgusted, but does a part of you just want to trade places with one of those guys at the stadium? For I like- absolutely <laughs> do not want to trade places with them. <laughs> no, 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 no way on God's green earth. No, no. Because one of the half hours of my life could be that one moment I breathe in and then boom, I've got it. And I'm stuck in the hospital for the next two weeks. No, thank you. I'd rather take my quarantine every day. Okay, no way, Jose. Uh-uh. Any other no, uh, any other comments on this article? Oh man, I don't know that there's too much. It's just a really it's a funny article, man. I don't know what, what to say about it. I, there's it's nothing great. that can be said. Yeah, that's great. I love I love this president, man. man. Nate, I, any comments? Yeah, let's never get into a war with Russia. Like these people are <laughs> way more brolic than us. I, I know it's a different country, but you know, similar group of people. We just gotta well, start yeah, taking we'll get... shots of whiskey to com- combat their their vodka, shots. vodka, vodka, not whiskey, vodka. Dude, back in World War II, they used to give guys cocaine and and steroids, bro. The Germans used to give their soldiers steroids, and, and I in think Vietnam, they used to use... they were high on heroin the whole goddamn time, bro. And they used to, I think they used to use like heavy morphine on World War II soldiers, bro. I don't even want to get into that, man. Wow. Well, I mean, we just took a turn. Yeah, that that took a turn, but still, Belarus, man. Nate, do you have an article? I do. I do. I just want to position this against the man you optimism that's going on right now mm. the resurgence of of man you, what you got? that's very annoying from all of my man you fan friends <laughs> is barcelona dude what barcelona is going on dash game of thrones what i mean 
Come on, we know we know it's a political club. It's owned by the the coolers and the socios. The people. The, it's owned by the people, and and it is political. But the Catalonians. But you know, you say like, how does an empire collapse? It's all from in, inside, and we're literally seeing that. I mean, mm, interesting. You you know those moments when teams are so good you can't imagine them ever losing, like Spain and Barcelona. There was a there was an article. That was what is the best team in the last like 25 years, and a number of the ESPN writers listed the the Guardiola Barca, which I would list yeah, as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. I couldn't imagine them ever losing. How could they lose? You yeah, cannot I mean, possibly beat them. They were so good. They were so good, and you know, with the way things are going with Barca, the most recent. You, you remember about that I three, the social media company that. Was yeah, paid to smear the current players. Yep. Yo. Wow. Now, now the wow. most recent one is Bartomeo is trying to sue a vice president who claims that one of the executives broke down the payments for I three into smaller chunks and took like a portion for himself, and so he's being sued for like libel by the club. I'm sure he's right, and that somebody did this, but it's hmm. like. They're all just attacking each other, and it's gonna be like a Game of Thrones thing where people just are all dead, man. And guys, <laughs> Messi, how are you gonna have Messi so upset yeah. with you? Yeah, that, like that's a bad look. Does Messi end up? Does Messi finish his career in a Barcelona jersey? Mm, that was my biggest Ooh. question. That was Ooh. the biggest Ooh. question. Yeah, great. Yo, honestly, Cat question facts. Yo, honestly. <laughs> I, I just want to play the jingle. I don't even know why. <laughs> we, don't have, we don't have. We need to come up with a good question, jingle. Yeah, and and honestly, this goes back to Ronaldo versus Messi, uh, Pele versus Maradona. Do you need to go somewhere else and do it somewhere else to prove your your stock? And am I even saying go and win something? Just go and prove your stock, as they say. In Stoke on a cold, rainy day. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just want to see Messi do it somewhere else. And I'm not talking about like the French league. I'm talking about like, well, maybe Premier League, probably not, but somewhere else, man. Just go and spread your I wings. Can see him in Italy. I can see him in Italy, if not Spain. But listen, doesn't doesn't take away from the amazing career he's had and will have at Barcelona, but still. Now, that's just my opinion. No, it's right, it's so- honestly it's about time for him to move. I, I really do think it really is about time for him to move. They mm. they they need to restart and revamp that club from the bottom up or from the from the top down. I mean, definitely from the top down. Actually, never mind. It's yeah, all it's all about this this election in a year. Whoever comes mm. in, Messi's got to like that, that guy, yep. and he's got to like- believe that things are going to turn around because it's a disaster zone right now. Near anything in and around the boardroom. And Messi's got to believe things are cleaned up. I feel like, or he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna bounce. That's well, dude, opinion. why are we even talking about Messi when it comes to these higher up decisions? He's not in the backroom staff. Like, if it's up to me, I'm just like, yo. But Messi's contract is like, I could choose to do whatever I want at the end of every season. Yep. So, so do that. Good riddance, dude. Like this club is getting out of hand, man. Is yeah, this? If I were him, I'd do. Messi. Whatever happened to the days of? Pre-Messi when he's wearing the number eight, 19. Yeah, he also team. loves Barca with all of his heart, though. That's that's like the interesting like human connection point is like yeah, this yeah, club that, he, that raised him 
that like, you know, he loves, I'm sure he loves Barca with all of his heart. Now they're just a, like a hot mess. And who wants to be a part of that? Messi seems like a really calm, collected dude, you know? Yeah, but where did Iniesta finish his career? <laughs> Japan. Uh, where did Xavi Japan, finish his career? Japan and China, yeah. Yeah. So it's nothing set in stone. Yeah. All right, that's true. Else. No, but that's true. We always thought those guys were going to retire there. They never did. I don't think Messi will either, man. I think yeah, he I'm will end you, up yeah. going to another league, but I don't think he's going to go the route of Iniesta or Xavi. I think he really will continue to play at the highest level. I hope so. Go to Italy. Let's reignite oh, oh, oh. the, and the I've got some, Ronaldo uh, rivalry. Oh, yeah. yeah I would no, love how about him? he goes to Juve and plays with Ronaldo. <laughs> oh, stop. Dreams. <laughs> oh. Dreams. <laughs> Dreams sometimes do come true, though. That'd be fun <laughs> for the world. It'd be fun for the Yo, world. on some, on some uh, unrelated gossip, you know, little gossip girl here. Um, <laughs> be happy, mom, is the title of this. Neymar gives his approval to his 52-year-old mother's relationship with a model and gamer who is six years younger than PSG and Brazil star. So apparently Miss Nadine All right, Ms. Neymar. A, a very sexy 22-year-old Tiago Ramos that she is dating right now. And Good I, for I'm her. Yeah, she's doing her thing, man. She is doing Go her flex. thing. And, and I love the fact, but I, what I really love though is the fact that Neymar, you know, didn't, wasn't like, I can't believe you're doing this. Like he's so young. No, he's just like, Ma, do your thing, live your life. Be easy. I love you. If you love this guy, if you want to be with this guy, do your thing. Uh, and I love that. I love that. Go Neymar yeah. for that. Go Neymar. Gotta let mom live her life, man. Love you, Ma. If you listen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amen. But to all of us here at Top Shelf, thank you very much for listening. And we will catch you next week. Love y'all. God bless, guys. Stay safe. Bye-bye. Stay home. Be careful. Do your isolation. This, this coronavirus shit is real. It's not fake. This is not Donald Trump news. So do what you got to do. Okay? Thank you. Not fake news. <laughs> All right. See you guys. I love y'all. You and me. Hugging and kissing and fucking on the beach. Is what I need. Is what I need. You never around just to give me what I need. You pick and tease. You cut the squeeze. Got me running around looking Can't you see, can't you see that you're hurting me baby inside, can't you see?